We present, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. And welcome to the programme where we play some of those family games which have done so much to help push up the television viewing figures. <laughs> Before you do go over to television, here's a brief chance for you to meet our teams, who are Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. <laughs> and Tim Brooke Taylor, and making a return visit, Denise Coffey. And we start with a game which is called Double Feature. It's a round that uh, st starts off from the premise that the international film industry is on its uppers, and for economic reasons, new films will have to be remakes of pairs of old films. I want you to hear the resulting titles, and I shall award points for anything approaching humour. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you start, Graham. Yes. I off. had heard they were going to remake Hamlet, incorporating the sandpiper and every which way but loose... And <laughs> they'd get a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the audience are hungry. Denise. Humor. I heard that they were going to uh, make a new movie out of the film, the following films. Are You Now or Have You Ever Been? Call of the Wild, Sunday Bloody Sunday and Billy Liar. And the resulting film is going to be called Are You Calling Me a Bloody Liar? <laughs> I heard about one the other day. Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> Tell us. Combining the mousetrap, uh, Tropic of Rice Slip uh, and Evita, and it's called A Bit of Cheese and Rivita. <laughs> I heard that too. Tim? <laughs> oh, sorry, you want me to do another one? Uh, the, uh, the producers of Flower Drum Song, Raisin in the Sun, and Day in the Life of Joe Egg have combined to make a cake. <laughs> They've got the dough for it. Excellent. <coughs> Anybody got any more? Get Carter, you lucky people, and the deer hunter. It's called Get You Deer. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight Express producers have combined with the Knights of the Round Table producers to produce... And what time of the night do you call this, then? <laughs> pop news from the world of pop. Two pop groups are going to combine. That's the Electric Light Orchestra, the ELO, and Blondie, and they're going to call themselves ELO Blondie. <laughs> That's fine. And here's where I tell the <laughs> here's where I tell the teams that at the end of the programme I'm going to ask them to introduce the late arrivals at the transport ball. Late arrivals at the transport ball. We go on to ad lib poem, and Colin Sell has provided the uh, first line of this one here, so I absolve myself from any responsibility for the uh, tangle that the teams are going to get in from the outset, because the opening line, which I'm going to ask you to pick up, Barry Cryer is at 10 o'clock each Friday night, her house he used to knock up. <laughs> at 10 o'clock each Friday night, her house he used to knock up. There wasn't anybody there, and so he had to lock up. The front door and the back door and the side door and the garden <laughs> gate. Oh. <laughs> garden was the end of this the garden. scansion wire, when suddenly he saw the dreaded figure of a yellow-hatted traffic warden <laughs> looming down the street towards him with his arms akimbo. 
Graham. He fell down in a sudden swoon and drifted into limbo. <laughs> where can I be? He cried. Oh, where? Oh, tell me, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, tell me. He him. floated round and up and down and ended in the sky. He floated o'er the vales and hills <laughs> and down to Somerset. Down to where? Am I going to have to go on or not? <laughs> I didn't hear the last I'll decide. Down I'm to Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> Where he would feed himself on rice made with specially strong curry. Now this dish were made for him down in this county so fair. <laughs> Nay, nay, thought this will not do. I shouldn't be here, nor there. I must go right back home at once and see that traffic pardon, and ask her a question to which she replied, Pardon? Why have you yellow bands upon your hat? He tremulously said. She said it's to stop people parking on me head. <laughs> Yes, yes. Okay, we'll give Barry that one. No, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. And we go on. I think we we'll give you another line oh, to start up with. And Denise, you can actually start this one. And uh, your opening line is: Jack and Jill went up the hill with naughty Georgie Porgie. Jack and Jill went up the hill with naughty Georgie Porgie. When they got there, they thought they'd try to have a kind of orgy. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Community poem telling. Yes. <laughs> Unhappily, the rain came on and drowned their little effort. <laughs> <laughs> effort? Effort. You've been to university. It shouldn't be beyond it. <laughs> you didn't study effort. <laughs> and they tried to sort out their tangled limbs saying, that's my right foot, that's my left foot. <laughs> Their damp and tangled limbs had been completely sorted out, so down the hill again they ran, and they began to shout. They shouted, hip hooray, and hooray hip, and things like that. <laughs> and they would throw their things in there. First they'd throw a hat, and then they'd throw their shoes and shirts. But lastly came the tie. And so they threw the tie right up. Right up onto the sky. <laughs> and ran about the fields and dales as naked as they were born. I don't know about you, but I think this poem is a lot of corn. I'd rather have a poem about the flowers and trees. Well, we'll have a poem about orgies, and you do as you please. <laughs> Very good. Well, that puts your team ahead, and we go on to San, San Charades. This is where one team has to make noises and the other team has guessed what they mean. The audience are let into the secret and can help by applauding, and by this I mean the audience listening at home. 
you can applaud when they're getting warmer and you can uh, boo when they're not. And it's great fun, I can tell you. We have our computer in the studio here, which is going to flash the answer up <laughs> on the board. And we also have a mystery voice, as you know, and uh, he's going to tell you the answer at home. Graham and Barry, you're going to do the charade. Here's what it is going up on the board here, and for you at home, the mystery voice. Ain't misbehaving. <laughs> right, the answer's gone up on the board now, and the audience at home know what it is. So, Graham and Barry, is it a book or a film or a play or what? It's, no, it's a musical. It's only a musical. It's, a, it's only just a musical, and it's two <laughs> words. <laughs> and it's two words, and we're going to do them all at once in a little sort of vignette. Looking forward to it immensely. <laughs> you wait. Uh, excuse me, young lady. Yes? Um, I believe we've met before, haven't we? Your, your name's Haven, am I right? No, no. I've no. sworn you're Beatrice Haven. No, Beatrice. no, no. Is your name Beatrice? No, no. Got the wrong one there, Commodore. I could have sworn you're Beatrice Haven. No, not you in mean, any way whatsoever. In other no. words, you... That, well, uh, that sums the situation up, yes. You, uh, I see. Oh, sorry to have oh. troubled you. No, well, you go in. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> That's probably awfully good if you know it. <laughs> Quite good if you don't. Well, there's not a musical called Strange Behaviour, is there? Ain't misbehaving. <laughs> oh, yes. And a brilliant team oh. effort there. Oh, yes. Jim and Denise, you're going to do another one now. It's going up on the board, and here for you at home is what it is. The Nun's Story. <laughs> okay, Tim and Denise, would you tell Graham and Barry uh, whether it's a book or a film or what? No. Well, it's certainly a film, and um, there must have been a book. Was it a book? I don't know. Yeah. There yes, was, the there was. The audience says, and they know better than... What was it called? <laughs> <laughs> Right, will you do your charade? We would like to do three words, and we would like to do it all at once. If you could imagine an echo on this, please. This is just instructions for listening. Put an yes. echo on, chaps. Yes. Sister Agatha. Yeah? <laughs> have you heard the one about the cardinal and the... Yeah. Oh, you have? Well, the tractor. No, not the tractor. No, oh, the goat. a new one. A oh, yes. new one? Oh, yes. no, well, tell me. Well, it seems that... No, what? Hey, Oh, listen, we shouldn't be talking like this. We have taken a vow of silence. Well, let's talk like this, then. All right, then. <laughs> right, now, there's, there are some knowing looks in the audience. I think they've got it already. <laughs> and some particularly obtuse looks on my yeah. left from Barry uh, first and I thought Graham, it was, uh, I think they've got it, too. Get the Tobacco Road, the story of three nuns, but it isn't. <laughs> um, the Abbey Habit. I think <laughs> it's the nun's story. So do I. We're going to play a silly party game, which actually comes out of a book, a paperback book called The Best Party Games. And I'm able to read you the, the actual rules from the book. It's called Witch Hunt, a form of hide-and-seek specially suitable for children of 11 years of age and upwards. <laughs> Children who are known to be nervous should be coerced to join in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, should not, should not be coerced. Sorry. One person chosen to be the witch goes out into the garden, or if the, <laughs> if the weather is not suitable, hides somewhere in the house with all the lights turned out. After a suitable lapse of time, the witch hunters go looking for the witch. And they call out, where are you, witch? The witch answers by giving an eerie or ghostly cackle and then slips quietly away to some other spot in the dark. 
Whoever succeeds in catching or cornering the witch becomes the witch for the next round. <laughs> I shall decide who's to be the first witch. And, oh, what an embarrassing position I've been put into because the producers uh, actually made the decision. <laughs> Denise. <laughs> right, well, we wait now while all the lights are turned on. <laughs> Humphrey, I'm of a nervous disposition. <laughs> I'm 11 years old. Coerce me not, Hump. Okay. Where are you, witch? Oh, I'm in the cupboard! <laughs> I, think she's, I think she's got a bun in the cupboard. <laughs> Oh, she's been orchestrated. <laughs> Where are you, witch? <laughs> oh, Hump, I found her. She's oh, over here. Oh, oh, oh cheers. Excellent. Excellent. Right. Timbrook Taylor found an ease there, and uh, it's his turn to be the witch, so let's have another round of that. Just put the lights oh, out no. again. No. Can we have the jelly and ice cream now instead? <laughs> Where, Where are you, witch? Come over here! <laughs> oh, a butch witch. Where are you, witch? Fully grown man. Where are you? His own. <laughs> it's two rounds of this. What? What? <laughs> witch consumer guy. Where are you, witch? Come over here! Tim, what are you doing? <laughs> Pardon? Embarrassing the pants off myself. <laughs> Oh, 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 Denise has put my pants back on again. <laughs> and they oh, don't another, fit her. Another... <laughs> another Gone weak at Denise. I think another round of that. Oh, yes, <laughs> another winner. Okay. Denise and Tim won that one, so... Uh, that's very good. And we go on to the next round. Could be a big one, that Which hump. is called Unlikely Quotations. We all know the famous historical quotations. I'm going to ask the teams to give me some unlikely quotations. We'll start with you, Graham Garden. How about Harold Wilson saying, the buck stops here? <laughs> <laughs> comment. Comment on both sides of the paper. There. Yes. Or okay. even, how about Tim Brooke Taylor saying, let's play Where Are You, Witch, again? <laughs> <laughs> This one could be David Frost or Bianca Jagger. And that's, please, no cameras, I want to be alone. <laughs> uh, this is one, a little-known one from history. What I like is a really good laugh, Queen Victoria. <laughs> Richard Nixon, you want to come round and hear the tapes? <laughs> oh, let's grab a couple of pints and go out and pull a few birds. John Inman. <laughs> Brian Clough. Of course, David, I might be wrong. <laughs> Unlikely quote from Joan Collins. No. <laughs> Unlikely quote from Edward Heath. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Two Joan Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's go on then to the game which we call Paranoia. And this is where Team A decides that there is something wrong with Team B, and Team B have to guess what it is <laughs> by asking questions. And the first team, Team A, reply in a manner appropriate to Team B's affliction. 
And uh, we're going to start now with uh, the affliction of Tim Brooke Taylor and Denise Coffey. It's going up on the board now, and those of you listening at home can hear once again the overworked mystery voice telling you the answer. Tim and Denise know that we know what they've done with Willie. <laughs> okay, we're going to start with you then, uh, Tim and Denise. You have an affliction. Oh, you mean in the game? Sorry. We have to glean what afflicts us. You have to question Graham and Barry to find out what it is. Does it make any difference that... Uh, no, Willie's not here. There's a man and a woman. Yes, we know Willie's not here. We know Willie's not here. You don't have to tell us. <laughs> he should be sweating, I tell you that. <laughs> Willie's about to come, come back. To roost. <laughs> we haven't told Willie that he's not here. <laughs> How you can sit there talking about exactly. him. Exactly. The How departed. insensitive can you be? Yeah. Why do we behave like this? You tell us. Well, may you ask. I just did. Why Jobs for the girls. <laughs> Jobs for the girls. I mean, you know. But to tell you at the beginning, that you have 30 seconds in which to guess oh. the answer. Um, oh, well, it won't be long we, now, then. We're... Uh, Hand-shocked. Hand-shocked, quite frankly. The fact that somebody else different is here, is that relevant? You know it is. Mm. You got something out of them at last. Thank you for the... It's the way uh, that her presence was engineered. Exactly. Mm. Ah. Yes, so the audience is... Slept with the producer, both of us. <laughs> Sorry, that was. Yes, you remember. <laughs> Concentrate uh, on the game. Nepotism? Anyone for nepotism? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got me bat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are ignorant. You don't say it with a bat. I don't think you're going to get a comedy. No, we don't know. Anything. No, no. Would, would you like to tell them in uh, unison? Yes. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners at home, turn down the volume on your sets because the gales of laughter might well. <laughs> Annoy your neighbours or do strange things to your transistors. <laughs> the fact is that they know that we know what they did with Willie Rushton. That's Another nice. good way to annoy your neighbours is throw rubbish over the face. <laughs> we'll go on now to the affliction of Graham and Barry, which they've got to find out from Tim and Denise. It's going up on the board in the studio, and you, you, here it is for you at home. Barry and Graham are both children. Right, it's gone up on the board. You know the answer at home, so start questioning Graham and Barry. Why doesn't the audience find it amusing? Anyway, Denise... Um, sorry, can you hang on for a moment? No, that's quite agreeable. Yes, absolutely, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, sorry, uh, Graham, yes, yes. Yeah, what was the question? <laughs> Incredible as it may seem, is it anything to do with us being boring? No, 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 you mustn't think that. No, don't you worry your tiny little head about it. <laughs> you just sit quietly. Are we kiddiewinks? Mm. It must be, just to you know, like the word the answer. <laughs> Infantile. Or? Have we both got tiny little heads? <laughs> You've got tiny little everything. Yes, I'll give it. <laughs> <laughs> well, really? I'll give you that anyway. The answer is you're both children. Okay, and with you oh, in the lead, we go risk. on now to the blues. Each, one, each team gives the other team a subject for a blues, and the introduction will be played by Colin Sell at the piano. And who'd like to start this one? I think uh, Tim and Denise, you can start the singing, so uh, Graham and Barry, will you give them a subject? The <clears throat> blues, blues. The blues, blues? The blues, 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 blues. <laughs> morning. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I did. I was feeling out of luck. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, Denise. Well, now, um, what can I tell you? My dog had bitten the postman, and I want you to know that his name was Chuck. Excuse me for mentioning this, Yes, Denise. sir, what's your question? Uh, your dog's got no teeth. No, but he can give you a very nasty suck. <laughs> I don't wish okay, know. now, Graham and Barry, uh, you're going to do the singing, so uh, Tim and Denise, give them a subject, please. This is topical all the time, overseas repeats or not. The price of petrol blues. Oh. Texas oil man blues, I'll start out with a western feel. I woke up this morning. Yeah. Oh, ar, oh, ar, oh, ar. <laughs> oh, ar, oh, ar. Went out to buy some petrol before the price went up too far. I had no trouble raising the money to buy a tank full. I simply sold my car. <laughs> oh. There's a yes. message in that for all of us. Right. And with marks literally hurtling to and fro, we go on to the next round, which is Mornington Crescent. Good. And this time, teams, we're going to play International Mornington Crescent. Ah. Oh. You know, the rules aren't that all that different from the normal domestic game that we play, except, of course, that the equator plays an important role. Now then. <laughs> Are you all set? And we'll start with you, Barry. Sean Salise. Main Street, Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> oh, you come here with your London ways. <laughs> <laughs> Fontana di Trevi. Oh. Oh. Lincoln Street, Maine. Reaper Barn. Smutty little mm. thing. <laughs> Dock Road, Dover. Southampton Row. W. Sucky Hall Street. The Mall. <laughs> the Mall. Bless the Mall. <laughs> 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 Very, very well, then. I don't know if this is in the rules, but because uh, it's new to me. Uh, Fifth Avenue. Yes, it's all right. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. It's all right. It's, uh, it's not a winner, but it's all right. Mm. It's all right. Nice play. Nice play. Not only is it all right, it's rather crafty. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah. Scattered applause in all areas. A nice play, yes. yes. Um, Put Graham on the spot. Um, St. Peter's Square. Oh. Can I play the Wild Street? No. No, don't you know? Oh, no, we could have done that earlier if we were going to play that. Be we, fair, they can do it. Just because we, we didn't, I assumed that we were. That, Barry, please. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm happy actually to go on with it as it's... It's more tricky, this one, isn't it? Via Veneto. Hume Road. I never remind listeners that... Hume Road, H-U-L-M-E Road. Yeah, and, yeah, well done. But I was going to say, I don't have to remind listeners that your problem was breaking out there. <laughs> I keep up with the ointment. Wood Green High Street. Mornington Crescent. Yes. Oh. Yes. Bad luck, Denise. Stays right in his hand. Graham wins that one. Thank you. I, I couldn't yes. have done it without Actually, Barry. that was one of the best rounds we've had. Mm. Now then, I'm going to ask now the uh, teams to do their announcements for the late arrivals at the transport ball. Oh, look, there's Mr. and Mrs. Boat and their daughter Rowena Boat. Oh. <laughs> and their friend Brian Ferry <laughs> and his seafaring girlfriend Mandy Pumps 
or so I've heard. Hi, <laughs> lords! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Must be bad, he's shouting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Way Ticket. <laughs> My son Juan Way Ticket. <laughs> uh, Entering en masse the British Rail School of Painters, Bernard Buffet, <laughs> Guards Van Gogh. <laughs> And two lose, neither of them working. <laughs> oh, there's a, a lady just come ashore from a liner, very drunk. She can't even remember her surname. Tight and ick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there's the Dame of Sark and her son Noah Sark. <laughs> <laughs> Very welcome, please. Mr. and Mrs. Nance, the late arrival at Platform 4. And their rather tired daughter, weary Greta Nance, the late arrival at Platform 4. <laughs> With young socialite and model never out of the gossip columns, minor doors, please. Stand by, please, for Captain and Mrs. Dingcraft and their son, Len Dingcraft. <laughs> Oh, there's one of the Tiller girls, Flo Tiller. <laughs> At this point, uh, it's time for me to say that... Uh, Rick Shaw. Is... <laughs> All the way from Sweden, the Tooting family and their son, Buster Tooting, and his son, Lars Buster Tooting. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, he's come formal. It's Mr. Lars Buster Tooting. <laughs> Oh, look, there's our last train. Let's catch it. <laughs> and they did. Uh, the well said. This is the penultimate programme, ladies and gentlemen, so there's hope yet. And uh, it's time for me to say now goodbye from all of us here. We'll see you again in uh, same time next week. <laughs> Maybe. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor and Denise Coffey were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Geoffrey Perkins.